cold call, no intro, whatever. I texted you last night because we watched episodes three and four of this QAnon HBO docuseries. And holy wow, it was like we predicted what was going to happen in the next two episodes, wasn't it? Dude, it was spot on. I mean, especially like that episode three, it was all about crazy people getting guns. Gun so it was violence. really funny to like tie into last week. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't listened to last week's, go listen to last week's. Uh, it was uh, it's a pretty cool little little tie-in that was incredibly unintentional. We did not uh, know what was going to happen, and then I start watching this episode. Yes, we did. I mean, I'm I, cute, yeah, bro. I'm sorry. We're we're super super smart. Yeah, we knew that was going to happen. I'm cute, bro. I know it all. What are the odds though that we start talking? We we were just going to talk about gun violence, and then this Q thing shows up, the docu series, and then and we talk about we correlate the two, and then boom, the next episodes, both of them, well, episode three mainly, but was all about incitement of violence and mass shootings and how this eight channel site has provided a, uh, an avenue for these people to put up their, uh, what are they called them? What were they? Uh, manifestos and all this stuff. Um, so my mind was really blown, but before we go, I want to, I want to, um, uh, paint the, the paint, the picture, paint the scene for those of you out there who have no idea what's going on because one other thing I'm noticing when I'm watching this is this is a world that I think I know exists, but I don't know the extent to which it exists. And then I watch this documentary and I think to myself, oh, wow. Oh, it's, my. Dude, it's, it's crazy because like, it's, it's definitely larger than I think there either one is of us ever would have realized. a lot more influence here in this world than, than we know about. So here's what's going on online. Uh, you know, when people talk about the dark web and stuff, this is not necessarily that exactly behind the scenes stuff, but this is, <laughs> like, per, this is what I imagine. Close. This is what, I don't know. This, this is the gray hey, web. We're, 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 oh, web? We're, well, it's, it's between gray and dark. We're, 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 <laughs> we're flirt. We're not even flirting that line. We're pretty damn close. So, uh, okay. So there's these, there are these message boards that I guess, um, you know, website owners can create. And some of them are obviously more popular than others, but I guess it started with 4chan or 2chan, and then there's 8chan, and there's 5chan, all these different channels. It started with 2chan. That's what it was. But it's just a blank canvas, basically, and users can go on, and they can post stuff under different boards that are you know, themed of like whatever. Whatever the theme is, you talk about that in the chat. You know, It's not too much different from a Facebook, a Twitter, except for we're talking about Wild West you know, no rules. early United States expansion, no rules, Animosity. no holds bar, like, you know, uh, and, and so we've got these out there and I guess over time they've created anonymity. So these users can, can hop on there and they can anonymously post things, which, you know, well, you know, this was such a Randolph thing, but remember they used to say uh, integrity was what you do when no one's watching or characters. What oh, you, yeah. do. You, know, you remember that? It's like characters, oh, yeah. what you do with when no one's watching. Well, here's the deal. These people are able to post as if no one can see them. It, it's the anonymity that is the, the problem here, in my opinion. So these anonymous users... Because well, that, that anonymity yeah. leads to non-accountability, There's right? no like, accountability. There is exactly. zero accountability. Exactly. Because you can get away with posting anything Anything. like there are no rules there are no only rule no okay that's uh, that's a lie hold on that's a lie there's one rule 
is if you post anything illegal, they will take that down. Illegal or something that's going to incite specific violence. Like if, if I say, but, Corey, okay, but I'm going to kill you. I'm, I'm going to come kill you tomorrow. But if they say, I'm going to kill all white people tomorrow, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, ha- what? You know what I'm saying? Like death to uh, these no. people or this group or this faction or whatever. And that's okay. Go ahead. Sorry. I cut yeah, you off. No, apparently it is because they just, they just let it fly. Like it's so, but there's like a loophole too. Cause it's, they incorporated the company in the Philippines. And so under the Philippine law, if it's illegal, it get, you know, like that, there's all these back channels and crap. Mm-hmm. And that's what has allowed them to get so popular and make, I guess, some well, money on this and like places like Japan and China and stuff, which and, is so heavily censored. And there's also, there's been a, a lot of controversy around this section 230 in the U.S. code. I actually think I wrote a, uh, like a blog about this for one of my previous jobs because, uh, you know, they're trying to change this, but it basically gives the administrators, the owners of these sites, like kind of a free pass. Like they can't get in trouble for what the users say. Like, so, you know, it's like Facebook. Like if somebody posts something heinous on Facebook, Facebook's not going to be liable for any, you know, destruction or any, any sort of damages for what that person said. Right. I mean, they're not controlling them. Right. Right. Question mark, question mark, question mark, (laughs) you know, um, I mean, it's, it's almost the same question. Like, how much accountability does do these kind of, like, you know, does Facebook, does Twitter, does 8chan, like, how much do they really have for, for what their users not necessarily say, but what they actually do right. that may have, they may have been able to use this tool to organize and to be able to do more things? Because I think that was one of the things they talked about, right, is that it's not so much the hatred and the racism and, like, all this evil wasn't in the world. But it never had these platforms to really help it organize and help it, you know, congregate and become such a driving larger force yeah. than it was when it was sparse. So this is this is the First Amendment conversation we had last week. They elaborated on it so well and so much that I, I loved every second of it because they took you down the one path, which I got really incensed about. I got like heated. I, we, we, Kimberly and I were pausing every three minutes to be like, holy insert your expletive. You know what I'm saying? Like we kept, we kept pausing it to talk about it, pausing it to talk about it. It took us like two hours to watch the one hour episode. So, so the, you know, the conversation is again, free speech. You can say what you want. That's those are our protections. All of the administrators of these websites are dying on the hill of I'm a blank piece of paper. And these people just write whatever they want to. Obviously if it's illegal, we're going to take it down. But otherwise, you know, it's there, it's in their right to have free speech. So that's their take on it. And then you look at it, they have a neo, they have a white supremacist Nazi board that people just like Nazis are like white supremacists are allowed to just go in there and say death to these people and these people and these people and hang these people and just terrible, terrible things, horrible And then stuff. live stream going out yeah. and killing people and doing well, it. And then the whole that's time where I was other going people next. are sitting there like, oh, hey, yeah, great job, man. Keep it going. Like what? So I, I, I thought to myself, there should be nowhere on the internet that is a safe place for hate. I kept hearing that in my head when I was watching this because, uh, so it, it was the Christchurch massacre in New Zealand, right? Or was this in Australia? I can't remember. It was in New Zealand. It was New Zealand, uh, I think. New Zealand. So this guy gets on 8chan and he go, quite literally goes onto one of these hate boards and again, anonymous, but he starts, he, he posts all of these links. He says, I'm going live on this, 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 this. I'm going to a mosque and I'm going to kill everybody that I see in there. 
And everybody at first is like, you know, half the audience, again, they're all anonymous. They're like, go brother. And they're like, yeah, stand up for our right to whatever. And then some people are like, this guy's full or whatever. This guy's not going to do it. Oh, he's just playing around or whatever. And when he goes in the front door live on the internet and starts mowing people down, what I like, a lot of people are like, Oh, Oh, this is for real. And then the other half are like, yes, he's actually doing it. And I'm sorry, but there, I don't care what amount of free speech that well, initially this was, this is my thought. It's like, there is nowhere in the world where that is okay. You should not, we should not be giving a safe haven place for people to support and encourage and any other word you want to insert there, this kind of behavior that leads to to death, to just senseless violence and senseless, senseless death. It, It was I told Kimberly to close her eyes when they went in because I, I didn't know what they were going to show. I mean, clearly he went online and, and did it. I'm sure it's out there, but it was absolutely shocking. And then, and then you think it's done, and HN, you know, they they left it up. Remember that they said they like left up yeah. the board with all of like the cheers and all of the like you know they let it they let it max stuff. out right yes. like wasn't that the one they let yeah. max out they let everything max out because um, the board can only take so many posts or something so. All of this happens, and then they take it down finally after it maxes out. And then what was it? Six months later, another copycat did it, posted a manifesto, went out, and and they only killed one person. But oh, they only killed one person? Come on, I mean, same thing. And then, you know, the administrators again are like, well, you know, we have no, you know, we're not doing this and all that stuff. Like, you have some accountability at some point. So, I did think that that one, the kid, what's his name, Rob, Ron. Is Rob, Ron, Ron, Ron. So, so Ron and Jim. Yeah. So Ron's the son. I think he finally at least showed somewhat remorse he, yes. after El Paso. Yes. Like after, so, I mean, like, you know, he's walking around, he's like, you know, I can't stand, you know, the fact that yes. some, somebody who's, you know, uh, working hard, making their American dollar goes out to an American company, spends it on an American made product and gets shot for zero reason whatsoever. So I think he finally, like, I don't know why that one clicked for him, but it seemed like that one he, finally did. He seemed human in that moment, and it was that, it was a, it. it was a small redeeming scene. Um, but I guess here here's what I'm first and foremost that I just there is no excuse. You know the the administrators, the guys who own the site. It's like uh, you know we didn't create this hate speech. It's already out there in the world. It, but the the laws of the United States protect for this free speech to to be around, and so if we don't if we don't have a board for it to go up there, they're just going to go to the next website and post it. And I'm sorry, but that excuse is bull. Sorry, if I have to yeah. shut, if, if I have to shut this site down and the next one and the next one and the next one to get rid of that stuff, I mean, uh, the free, the the First Amendment is very important, and they were there were counter arguments, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a second. But to that issue. Ooh, man, it just, there's got to be a line, you know, you can't have a safe place for, for mass murderers to go and congregate and share ideas on how they're going to kill people. That's, that's not okay. That's not okay. No, no, not even, not even the slightest. I mean, I, t- I talked about it in, in last week, but I, I do it's something that I believe in, right? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness written in that order, not to be infringed upon by the, by the, by the preceding one. Right. So, I mean, like it may make you happy, right? I guess, you know, that may be your pursuit of happiness to hate, right? Which, okay, you know, I think I've got some issues with that, but 
Okay. Um, you know, but that can't infringe upon life, right? That can't infringe upon someone else's liberty. So right? it, it, it builds on itself for that reason in that way. I just, I, I have such a hard time like wrapping my head around it. You know, it does make me think, um, you know, like I obviously have a son, right? And I, uh, I kind of talk to Katie a lot. I'm like, yo, you, you keep this kid like in his own little bubble. Like we've got to let him get out. We've got to let him That's do true. some things, you yeah, know. You got to rub some dirt on the, fa- on the hands, you know what I'm saying? Right, you got yeah, to. But. And, you know, you kind of mentioned it, right, our little Randolph bubble and world earlier. But it almost makes me feel like we were more sheltered than I really thought we were because I'm like, how in the world is all of this out there? And I've seen some stuff. I've been around. I mean, I've literally been around the world. I've seen a lot of stuff and I haven't seen anything like this before. Like this is blowing my uh, mind. It, again, when I started, the first thing I said on today's podcast was I, uh, it's a world, it's a world that I think I, I thought was out there. You watch movies like the matrix and you watch movies with like, you know, online we'll do red co- pill, red right, pills in this <laughs> online coders and yes, red pulling, red pilling and everything and online coders. And like, I know Reddit's out there and like, I know about that world a little bit, but I watch this and I'm like, Oh wait, Oh wait, 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 wait. This is a big deal. This is a cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so this brings me to, my next big epiphany that I took from this, these few episodes, which was this idea, this world ties in so much to our social dilemma, social networking issues that we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, because they, I mean, they talked about it, the, the whole QAnon thing. We haven't even talked about QAnon yet in this, in this 15 minutes we've been in or whatever. So here's the deal. The, the crazy ideas that are so polarized uh, by the algorithms on Facebook are born on these, these message boards. The, the, the memes and the crazy conspiracies and the anonymous ideas that take hold, the, I mean, QAnon, is, that's exactly what it is. They're all born on these unregulated anonymous boards, and they even make the joke in the, in the documentary, that, and then they end up on your grandmother's Facebook page. And... The thing is, I feel like there's two problems. One, the ability for these people to anonymously post without any repercussions or responsibility at all. And it's, you remember your green check thing about journalists? You know, there's none of that. Yep. It's just, I could say nope. whatever I want to. And then uh, the, the, all these people are like, oh, you got to go do your independent research well, on what, to go find some anonymous post that said that so-and-so is killing babies in a basement. What? That's not research. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking nope. about? Um, all right. So I guess what I'm, what I'm gathering is all of these crazy, crazy ideas start on these, you know, message boards that are unregulated and then they find their way into, I'm not going to say mainstream media, but onto those mainstream social networking platforms. And then the algorithms just go crazy. You know what I'm saying? You, you write an article on a chain or something about, you know, aliens found in Mexico and, uh, whatever. And then next thing you know, you get posted on Facebook. Well, People are going to click on that because that's shocking. And then the algorithm is just going to take control and then boom, spreads like wildfire. Drive it up. Drive those numbers up. And did then you, it's push did it. you pick up on that at all? Because that like when it yeah. clicked, when it clicked for me, I was like, oh, this is part of that problem. This is part of the same problem. No, I mean, because that's what's so funny, right? It's that, you know, when you see these uh, big tech companies in and trying to talk about, you know, the accountability that they have for their users for free speech. For like, Listen, it's a complicated issue. I'm not going to try to make it, you know, 
uh, simplistic by any means. But, you know, when you hear the person that's kind of fielding the issue say, you know, well, let us, our, our regulations are enough. Well, your regulations are the ones that made the AI, that made these same algorithms that are actually pushing this stuff even further and, and bigger than it ever would, bef- you know, naturally be. Exactly. Yeah, like if aliens out in Nevada, right? You know, I'm not going to click on it. I know other people will. I know that, you know, we get Evan on here next week or the next two. He's yeah. going to talk about aliens for hey, Corey, an hour. Corey, I'm, I'm going to be, gonna be, like be honest. A, I'm, another world. I'm going to be honest. I clicked on a couple of those and I got about 15,000 more in the next couple of weeks. And uh, <laughs> I, I clicked on but some of those I, too. It, <laughs> it, listen, it is that easy though. Like it really is because it's, it's, it's just all like curiosity, right? And I get that. But that... that the levels of algorithms and AI that are our computers and that our social media and that everything else has now, it has you so specified, it knows what you will click on, right? It knows what will drive that, which yeah. will then take you down another whole avenue. So if you ever had one of those little memes, right, it knows that, hey, I can get him. I can get him with this. I can I get him. And then you're done. Then you're then you're you know down on 8chan watching child porn like, uh. and people murder each other. Like it's the – it's it's insane. It is literal insanity. I don't understand that world. I don't understand those types of people. I don't, dude. It's disturbing. Like it, it is just it, honestly disturbing. It really is disturbing. The stuff that they, I mean, they even showed it. I know it's HBO, but like, even just seeing some of those images and stuff. I mean, what? Well, and then and then half of it is just people playing pranks. Right, so, like the whole satan- satanic yes. it- Italian cult yep. thing that oh hey we're killing people out in the streets we're we're yeah. killing babies we're hanging people by doing it was all basically was movie prank. So again, but it was played off like oh it's yep. the realest thing, and they didn't say they, they didn't claim by and show the making of for like three weeks so that way this whole thing spread. It's like okay, it's like what's going on right now with uh, Lil Nas X and those stupid Satan shoes, right? Oh, boy. Here we go. That was all a prank. <laughs> that was all a prank. But, like, th- it didn't come out for a while, so everybody lost Wait, their minds you, over this. Are you thing. actually serious? Is it actually a prank? It is a prank, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. No, it's a prank. I heard that he sold that mischief. He only sold 666 pairs of shoes, and they all sold out in minutes or something. I don't. That, that was the last thing I saw. I don't know. <laughs> No, the that mischief brand, the whole thing, is a is a prank brand. Like it's not it's not a real no. thing. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Hey, it was you're 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 not anonymous, and I don't know how, I don't know if you have any research to back that up, but I'll believe you right now for this moment. <laughs> we'll fact check. I saw. You. I mean, I read I read like two articles on it, like because I was bored sitting at. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm having to undergo all this training were right they, now. Were, and they it's on so, eight, were they on 8chan? Were they on 8chan? It was not on 8chan. <laughs> 5chan. 5chan was the original OG guy oh now, right? Like, and he, and he didn't own that one. I don't know. I can't keep up with all that crap. I, I have. So, <laughs> I mean, is I, it just like 8chan.com? Like, I don't even know where you go. I, I, I don't even know. I don't have no idea. But I will tell you this much. One other thing that I noticed it's a powder keg issue. And I think that one of the other issues is that. <laughs> mainstream media has pushed people away so hard that they're seeking knowledge elsewhere and we're human beings are gullible and in we've talked about this last time but people are kind of stupid sometimes but but i do think mainstream media has a the we've pierced the veil on that a little bit and people have realized that okay these are big massive conglomerations and they have other alternative 
motives than just giving you a baseline, you know, nonpartisan view on what's happening. And unfortunately, I mean, I, I, again, they're trying to make money because they're businesses and I get that, but the advertising and the bipartisan, the polarized nature of how the news is presented these days has really pushed a lot of people away from watching the big three letter, you know, uh, news channels. And, and so where are they going to go? Where are they going to go? You know, they're going to look down at their, their little device, their supercomputer in their pocket. They're going to click on Facebook. They're going to click on Twitter. And then Twitter is going to take them to a link to Reddit. And then they're going to get on Reddit. They're going to start reading Reddit. They're going to get addicted to that. And then Reddit is going to teach is going to link them over to HN. Next thing you know, it's mayhem. So, I mean, it's like, a, it was like there was the perfect recipe for this to happen. And you can kind of see it. You can see it happen over time. It's still, it's like, it, it explains so much of what's going on right now. You know, doesn't it, doesn't it explain well, yeah. so much of what's going on? How the, the hyper polarization, because the people in the middle are getting pulled to the sides by the algorithm. Even if you don't want to. I know. Uh, you're just, that's what you're getting. That's what you're getting. So I, you know, I got really fired up watching this last night and I was texting you a lot and I was trying not to give too much away because I wanted you to watch it too. <laughs> and I'm still really excited about it because I just do feel like it just explained. I think you called it though. I think you called it. I think this ends on January 6th. For right? sure. I, yeah. I, I, all right. So here's what I noticed about HBO docuseries too, by the way. I've noticed this, and, and and you can correct me if you don't think I'm right. But this is what I this is this is my this is my conspiracy theory. So if they have six episodes, like we found out that this is going to be, episode five is going to be the real ending. It's it's right? the climax, yeah, for sure. And episode five is like the real ending, for and sure. the six is like just the wrap up. Yep. Like, all right, well, since this You're is right. what's been going on, so six will suck. But five, <laughs> the next. So I'm really excited. Well, six for the next episode. Six is going to be crazy. Yeah, six will pose the ex- existential question of like, well, what do we do now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, who really is Q? Are yeah. you Q? Are you Q? Right. And it's like I think at the end of the day, anyone could be Q. Maybe your Q. Dun, dun, dun. You know, so, from the show already. I know. You I know, it's crazy. So we've been doing this for what, 20, 25 minutes already. We haven't really talked about Q. It's just been, that's, the but honestly, but see, that's when I tell people about this show, I do, I, t- I tag it with that. And I say, look, it's, it's titled Q, but that's really just a small part of what he's documenting. And to another point, the fact that he picked up on this in 2018 before it was really like got steamrolling. I mean, that's pretty impressive. You don't just no. you don't just start following some people and then two years later they get called in and they get subpoenaed to go speak in front of Congress. I mean, that's some pretty good for, foresight there. Just throwing that out there. Kudos to I'll look up your name after this, but I don't know what it is <laughs> right now. <laughs> kudos, kudos, kudos to that guy though. Kudos to oh, that guy. Man. I I did that. No, was, but that's the truth. Yeah. That that that's was one of our pauses. All, last all night. you had to do was go to Soapland. To, oh uh, my god! Yeah, I, 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 you'll have to watch it to know what I'm talking about. We are not. I'm gonna not going to give that soap away. land, but it's like Disneyland, but with soap. Okay. That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, that part was disturbing. Uh, but anyway, no. Okay, so all right. Well, let me ask you this one, because I think this kind of this this ties this into what I was thinking. Right? They talked about how all these, this violence that stems from sites and, and, and this whole thing we've been talking about, right? Like all this, this yeah. crazy, but a lot of the people that do believe in this Q stuff say, well, that's not us, 
right? Like, yeah, it's it's kind of a part of it, but it's really the the platform. It's not what we believe. It's not what we're trying to do. We're not trying to incite it. It's the platform surrounding it that's really inciting it. And yeah, we do have a very small fraction that, that probably does a little bit of both. What do you think about that? Well, are you talking about... Uh, I think it's a cop. Are you talking about the administrators saying that? Or are you talking about the Q people? No, I'm talking about like the Q people saying that. Oh. Because right, that lady, I can't remember. Oh, she's the worst. I hate her. Yeah, she might be Q. I, I, don't, I don't like the word hate, but she's pretty dumb. She's terrible. Yeah. She's like, what did she say? If, if uh, they told me aliens came down or that the earth was flat, I'd believe it. I'm like, he, he even Dude, questions her. He's like, you, you would believe that the earth was flat? She's like, well, maybe. I was like, what? <laughs> so that's what, we're, that's what we're working with. Uh, it is an absolute cop out. I mean, these people did say, a lot of them did say they don't actually go to 8chan. They don't go to that website or whatever. I just, it is a, it's a major yeah. cop out. Like you, you, you're like tying yourself to this world, but, but just enough to get out what you want to get out. And then like, we'll just ignore the other stuff. Like all of the mess. Well, I mean, didn't this whole thing start too with like the, uh, you know, the democratic child pedophilia ring, right? Pizzagate kind of yeah. kicked it off. So, I mean, that just kind of tells you how this thing starts anyway. Like so that brings up another point. Surprise. I have thoughts on this. Um, I'm just so, I'm so fired up. So the weaponization of this method, that, well, that was a pretty crazy thought too, because they showed a progression over time of movements online on these chat boards that they started like a groundswell movement and then they got pushed into mainstream. So there, you could kind of see it. I mean, they were talking about anonymous they were talking about this gamergate thing that i had no idea even existed but apparently was a big deal and they talked about it a lot um and then there was another one back in like 98 they were talking about so i mean uh they start talking about steve bannon a little bit in this one and how he it caught me though i thought i thought steve bannon was q for a they, good like 30 they, minutes they played that up pretty hard and you know honestly like when he started talking gps and like where the ip addresses were coming from and that was pretty that seems pretty plausible. Um, but I guess what I'm getting at is like, just it kind of, again, in anonymity thing kills me these days online. It's kind of like, this is touchy, the whole sexual assault accuser thing. Um, and we're going to, we'll talk about Deshaun Watson probably in a later pod at some point, but, um, the ability for someone to go online and write a letter or a, or an iPhone note or something and to name someone out and to accuse them of something, anything really like it could be sexual assault. It could be, you know, harassment. It could be stalking, whatever that is. I can like right now I can go make a fake account and I could write out something that was very, very specific and plausible and I could ruin some people's lives. Like you could, you could absolutely do that. And the internet would take over and do the rest. And it could all be false, falsified. I could just make it up. And before you, before there are any facts, before there's any court of law, before there's any police involvement or anything, you can just totally fabricate things and people are going to run with it. The court of public opinion is very dangerous. And so that is one thing that really scares me. And uh, the, the fact that you uh, the the fact that an influential person a very smart minded person could start a movement like this Q movement intentionally and see it through to the end which i would assume is the 
the Capitol riots. I, I don't know how tied in that's going to be. I mean, we're waiting on the last two episodes, but that is a big, big issue that I, I see. And I'm, I'm actually scared, man. I mean, I, one of the biggest things I've always said is I've always been really, really like one of my biggest fears is being falsely accused of something and ending up, you know, incarcerated for something that I didn't do that. I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like it's, that's a scary thought. And the fact that you can just wreck anyone online anonymously, it's, Dude, it's dangerous. Yeah. Scary. Now the way you wanted an analogy earlier, I think this is, this fits what you were just saying. Basically the internet is like an ant mound and uh, you get somebody in there to, to kind of kick the ant mound and you just see everything go crazy. That's it. And it just goes like, wild. Because that's, that's what will happen. Right. So then it's, this is the conversation of what do you do? Right. So you talk about, you know, regulation, right? So oh. if you want to stick with the same analogy, which I think to some degree, you, you listen, we have to have regulation on this crap. Like we have to, but to, to take it to the next part, right? How far do you regulate it? Do you put this into a full like ant farm? And there, right? All right, is that's great. The problem. There's the well, problem. Because then, see, it's sitting in an ant farm, and everything's fine, and everything's good. But then you get somebody like uh, you know, little little cuckoo out there, just like, yeah, screw this. Then takes the ant farm, just shakes it all shakes up. Shakes up the ant farm, and just you know, whatever. <laughs> so I, I did, I did respect and enjoy how they played the other side. So, you know, my initial gut reaction was this is horrible. This is terrible. We need to kick these people off online that we need to shut the, shi- shut the sites down. But then one of the, you know, one of the anti-QAnon reporters, uh, he seemed like he was, he was, it was kind of his job to kind of poke holes in the QAnon thing. He, he, was, he was the one that said, um, I'm going to mess this up, but he said, he said, it's a, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting because this is still a learning curve for us as humanity. He was like, this is the first time we've ever had to deal with free speech issues on the internet like this to this extent, to this hyper extent. And he, I don't know if he quite said this, but I thought about it more like, you ever do something for the first time and you're just like terrible at it? That's usually how it goes. I mean, it's like riding a bike. You know what I'm saying? You're going to fail. You're going to fall a couple times before you figure it out. And I just hope that we can figure it out because to your point, the opposite side um, let's say they were talking about Twitter and Facebook uh, regulating things and taking off certain speech, and they don't they don't go hire thirty people to go do this. They write a code to take out certain speech online, and that is a problem too because they said that yes, it got rid of like hate speech, but it also picked up on Black Lives, Black Matter, Lives Matter and LGBTQ, and like there were some other areas of you know, perfectly fine speech that got axed with the AI. And that, and that to me, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's your problem. That's not mine. Like you figure that out. If you can't do it with AI, then hire some people to do it. You're a billion beyond billion dollar company. Like hire somebody to do it, figure it out. Yeah. But here's the thing, right? How they become billion dollar corporations, right? They were, they were greedy and they uh, found out ways to save money. And if I can save a money by writing an algorithm, as opposed to hiring 30 people, why wouldn't I do that? I mean, that's I'll take my yeah, fine, yeah. right? Listen, that, that's the thing. Like, okay, I'll pay my $5 million fine. I'm going to go make it up in about three hours. Right. Like that's, that's how these companies operate and which is just so stupid. So I, stupid. I just, uh, th- there is a, there is an opposite side to the argument of more regulation is bad because then let's say you give a private entity or you give one of these websites owners the ability to take off any speech they want or you know let's say you if it's too broad if the law is too broad then they can take away too much and then let's say 
there is an abuse of power. And let's say there is, let's say the accusers are correct and the accused is incorrect, but you take away the accuser's right to accuse. And then there's no place, there's no recourse, there's no, there's no platform for someone to right a wrong. I mean, I get, I understand that as well. Uh, so there's definitely a flip side. It's a, it's a difficult issue, but watching this, I do think that the pendulum swings more so the opposite direction. And at some point you, you gotta, I think this is terrible. And, you know, in, in certain like crime in uh, certain, you know, courtroom settings, they will only allow a certain amount of pictures of like a crime scene to be shown. I think it's the same kind of thing. I think honestly, if we right now went over to HN and like pulled up, I don't, I don't know if they're open. I don't know if they're up to be honest. They could have gotten shut down by now. I have no idea. I'm just going off this, uh, this documentary, but I do think that if we went over there and like posted a bunch of photos of the message boards, like we're seeing in the documentary, I think a lot, I think 95% of people would say this is not acceptable. This is not okay. If I had to guess. That's what you would hope, at least. I hope right? so. I mean, like, that's what I would hope. I think in our <laughs> in our bubble, yeah, I would say 95%, but there's obviously a lot bigger of a bubble out there that we I are mean, not exposed we to. Are, we are in a bubble. We're in our own bubble. We are 30-something-year-old white men. Yeah, I mean, that is what we are. But it is, uh, <laughs> it's a complicated issue, and it's shocking. It's shocking to uncover a world that exists all around you that you know, you're kind of oblivious to, uh, at yeah. least I was, you know? Yeah. Like, and, you know, I, I always, I always thought it stopped. And no, honestly, I'm going to be very honest. Like I thought it stopped with stuff like CNN and Fox and like, that was the extreme, right? Like in my mind for forever, like those were the extreme MSNBC, well, really MSNBC and Fox. Like those were the two yeah. really right yeah. left. You know, like now I think OAN and like other places have come out. They've gone a little further right than Fox, yeah. and and there there are places that f- further left than than MSNBC and stuff too now, right? But it's just like it's crazy. Like I thought that was the extent. Like I thought that was it, and I was it's so not, wrong. It's not. There's a whole other world out there of extremism. Extremism. I mean, probably yeah. on both sides. I mean, oof. oh, it is. It's it's on both sides. If right? you think I about mean, that that curve, you're like you know, out of a hundred percent or out of just a hundred, you think like, to your point, Fox, MSNBC, you're thinking like, I mean, we're on the sliding scale. Are we shut up? That's like, five, <laughs> that's like 5% and 95%, right? You're thinking that, but then you start watching this and you're like, Oh, that might be like 70 and 30. There might be more on the outsides than we even know. So, uh, well, because I, here's I, the other thing, right? Like you talked about how gullible people are. Right. You know, so how gullible and how how easily influenced can someone go from that 70 percent right outside so that, of that 30? Right. Yes. Like, that's what, how does that curve flatten? That was my that was my point with the H hand to Facebook deal was that it's persuading what. OK, so what seems kind of like harmless, like, OK, if the 10 percent, if the 5 percent over here want to talk crazy stuff and have hate speech or whatever, and that's okay. And that's protected. Sure. That's only 5%, but that's not what's happening. The 5% are sucking in an extra 20 to 30% on both sides. And then, and then there's 40, 40 and 20. And I feel like you and I, I mean, you made me not so much cause you're, you definitely lean. I feel like I'm in the 20. I'm like, I'm very much a centrist on a lot of, on a, like a lot of stuff. I feel like that is how I live my life. Maybe I just don't like conflict. That's possible as well. 
Um, but the, the extremes on both sides are pulling the center away from the center. And, and no longer is it a curve. It's like two peaks with the, the center is, you know, you've seen the graphs and stuff, but... Dude, that's what, that, that's, that's what that's why politics gets so frustrating because it's no like there is no bipartisanship like right like you almost have to play to that because of the way that everything outside of even the media and it does pull you outside right, right? like so you almost to be reelected and to get the people that actually are going to go out and vote you almost have to pander to that yep like you have to this you, you have to pander to that so then how are you ever going to move forward if it's only one extreme versus another and I mean, look at it right now it's 50 50. Right. I mean, it is 50 50 in the Senate. Yeah. Technically, you got the VP, right? That'll that'll throw it the other way. But it's it's dead even. I mean, you know, so it, it's pretty rough. to. So to th- this will be totally out of uh, sequence of what we've talked about today. But I could not get off this topic without talking about one of the more shocking things that I saw. And it wasn't so much that it happened. It was more so that it was recognized and just commonplace. But when these administrators get subpoenaed by Congress, a lawyer gets hired anonymously for them by some random donor who donates $14,088 to this attorney. And you think to your, to a free speech attorney and you think to yourself, Oh, that's a gracious, uh, that's a gracious thing. It's a weird number, but that's pretty gracious. And so I think again, going back to the 95%, 95% of Americans look at that and they're like, that's okay, cool. And that's, that's whatever. That's weird, but whatever. A number. Dude, when when and, they said it, I was like, all right, well, I guess that's what it costs. And immediately, like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I get, okay, so it costs $14,000 for whatever. Uh, they start explaining it. Like the administrator, Ron, goes like, well, you know what the number 14 is? And it's like 14 words in the white supremacy, like code or creed or something. And it's like, well, that's... Yeah, it's their creed. I don't know what... That's super sketchy. So apparently there's 14 words in there. And then 8-8 is apparently... H is the eighth letter of the alphabet, and H-H is Hail Hitler. Like, and apparently that's just like a known thing. So for me, it wasn't so much shocking that the number was there or that that was the intent. The, The shock was that Ron absolutely knew exactly what that meant. He knew what the message was. And he... How is there a community out there that's... I mean... That one literally blew my mind. I'm like, okay, so he got the message. And clearly when they when they donated the money, they knew he was going to get that message. He knew where it was going to come from. And that was just, uh, it, it was sad. It was mind-blowing. It was uh, shocking. It was all of the above. But I, uh, I couldn't get off this topic, this little cold call rant thing without mentioning that because it was... It was a realization, wasn't it? Dude, I think that's all that needs to be said about the whole thing. It was. I mean, it's it's a realization of pure insanity, an entire another world that, you know, we've never really been made aware of. Like, I, you know, it's not that stuff like racism and and those kind of things. Like, I, I, I have very strong feelings about it. Um, you know, I actually, I think we should do what we're planning on doing a whole pod, you know, based upon it. Um, and, and talking about it, but to, to that extent, it's almost like I thought that was just in history books, you know, like to the Nazism, like to that. I thought to I was that like, degree, to that degree, I thought that was or, not or like around. you know, you see like TV shows and you're like, oh, well, it's just the it's the gangs in prison and stuff. Nah, no, this is like everyday people walking around, dude. I mean, so, uh, yeah, yeah, so. There's your cold call. I just had to get some of that off my chest. Uh, if you're listening to this 
absolutely go watch this. It's not about QAnon specifically. It, it kind of is, but it's more so about free speech issues and just the channels that uh, you're able to speak your thoughts online anonymously, dangerously, if you ask me. But No accountability. All right. Well, signing off. Closing thoughts. Bye. Deuces. Deuces.